0: space through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the Spymaster Director of our Mystery Shopping Report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Good morning, everybody. Here we are, your auto defense crew. We're here to defend you against the evil car dealers of the world. And uh, we've been doing it for a long time. We've got some regular listeners out there and watchers, because we're streaming also. And uh, we were just talking before the show about how much we enjoy the show, and we've, we've seen our ratings grow and uh, uh, in terms of number of viewers and watchers. And it's really getting impressive. I mean, we're all over the country, and, and even the world. We could go as far as India and Australia and some other places you wouldn't expect. But... Uh, uh we're feeling a little what's the word uh, rick said uh you know it's kind of uh humbling to think that people are listening to us and depending on us and um some of you folks out there are regular listeners i mean it's like every week and uh it makes us feel an obligation uh to give you what you tuned in for or what you're watching for and we're going to try real hard we love to have your calls first of all and um I should really turn it around and give you the credit for what we do because your calls make the show interesting. You know, when you you tune in a show, whether it's on television or radio or Facebook or whatever you're watching, streaming, and somebody just yaks and yaks and yaks like I am right now, that's not too interesting. But when you hear people ask the question that you had on your mind, and that's what happens with the show. People will ask a question that you've been thinking about mulling over for some time, and there it is, and there's the answer. So, if you could write this number down, because you won't have a question probably right now. If you do, we'll answer it. But that number is 877-960-9960. 877-960-9960. And sitting right next to me, Nancy Stewart, my co-host, she has a laptop right here, I can kind of see the screen. And when the calls come through, Jeremy in the control room shoots it through to the laptop and then she taps me on the shoulder and whoever's talking, we stop and take her call. So we love your calls because you open up areas that we didn't know were important and we try to address it. That number again is 877 960 And the
1: good news is that the phones are working. Ah. So give us a call.
0: They are working. And sometimes they don't work. We know that. And uh, if you don't like to call, we have a text number, too. That text number is 772-497-6530. 772-497-6530. YouTube. YouTube is the big gun. I uh, snuck up on me. I mean, it shouldn't have because YouTube is really huge, and um, that's where we get most of our regulars and our new stuff. and And we got Rick Kearney, who is uh, our certified diagnostic master technician. He monitors the YouTube channel, and that is YouTube.com forward slash Earl on Cars. If you want to go to YouTube, just go to YouTube.com forward slash Earl on Cars, and uh, you'll be talking to all of us, but Rick will see it first, and if you have a comment, criticism, suggestion, he'll wave, uh, we'll give him the mic, and he'll tell you, uh, tell all of us what you had to say, and we'll, we'll discuss it, youtube.com forward slash Earl on Cars, facebook.com, we're there too, and uh, Stu, Stu Stewart, uh, is monitoring that channel, Facebook. Trying to. Facebook.com forward slash He also watches the text, and I gave that number out earlier, 772-497-6530. Uh, it's it's a, a very interesting time. I say this every week. And I just learned something else today, automotive news, that I didn't realize. I've been on this show talking about how cars last longer, and they do. And compared to the quality of cars 30 years ago, they're much better quality. But, you know, quality is a a general term. And the fact of the matter is, in terms of complaints, cars are getting worse. And the reason is they're getting more complicated. And with a high tech being incorporated into all these new vehicles now, whether they're hybrids or electric vehicles or combustion engine, the high technology like Bluetooth uh, is creating a lot of complaints. There's an annual survey by J.D. Power, and the quality in terms of complaints per hundred cars of a particular year make model is worse than it's ever been. And there's some real surprises uh, in there when you look at who is best and who is worst. The 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 worst decline in quality was Ford. Ford uh, plummeted in quality, and you say, well that. That means a Ford's or Conker's. They're not, they're good cars, but they're getting pretty complicated. And part of it is educating the customer. You know, customers complain not only because they, the Bluetooth doesn't work, but because they don't understand how to use the Bluetooth. A complaint is a complaint is a complaint. And JD Power picks that up. So um, beware if you haven't bought a new car, modern car in a while, the cars are better they're, in terms of cost of repair, maintenance, and, and these things, they're pretty good. But in terms of annoyance, I'll give, I'll give you an example. Nancy and I have a Tesla, and my windshield washer, I mean, that's not exactly a major problem, but it's broken twice. I haven't bring it, brought it back, I have to bring it back to the Tesla dealer, or Tesla actually, uh, and I just haven't got around to it. And it's annoying to me, because when I get up in the morning, I got a dirty windshield, and I can't clean it. I had to clean the windshield this morning. Every
2: time that happens, I want you to think about Elon Musk just sitting back in his chair, yeah. smoking a cigar, laughing. Yeah, exactly. Lighting the cigar with a wad full of hundreds. Exactly. <laughs> so He probably uh, has
3: somebody hired to clean his windshield. <laughs> like every time he stops at a red light, they hop out of the trunk think, and I, I, clean
0: I don't, it. <laughs> I don't think so. Elon's not top. He's, yeah, a, he's, he's, he's not
2: a, materialistic. He's a do-it-yourself type of guy. Yeah, he, doesn't, uh, he, I didn't, he sleeps like in a, in a shack. <laughs> on, a, on a cot, I think
1: Yeah, well to that, Stu um, Earl's very spoiled
2: With a blanket I made wash, of diamonds You wash the windshield?
1: I wash the Tesla Oh, okay The interior and the exterior See, Rick,
2: Earl's got one He's someone who comes out and washes the windshield He's
1: very, he's very very spoiled okay. This morning was difficult because it was a lot of condensation And it was difficult to see the road uh, Because I uh, just decided I gave up that job
2: uh, Well, he deserves it
3: My, my wife
2: well, has one of them. those
3: my wife has one I of those, oh, those. That's people a, this, to take care of the car. This is a talk that's
0: show, it. but not for us. Oh, sure, <laughs> it is. This is a talk show for callers. And I'm wondering, did you get that number? 877 960 9960. Please give us a call when you have a chance. 877 960 9960. Because the question you have on your mind is a question that hundreds of other people have. It just haven't got the time, or they don't think about it, they forget, and they love it when you ask their question for them. So 877-960-9960. I'm going to turn the mic over to Nancy Stewart, uh, because she is uh, the only female in the room right now. Uh, She is single-handedly. I give her full credit for bringing the listening, watching audience of Erlang Cars up from Practically zero to practically 50%. To parity. Yeah, parity. And we have almost uh, uh, as many callers usually by the female end of things than we do the male. And their calls are quite interesting. It's, it's so hot. Everywhere
2: mm-hmm. it's languishing. It's so hot outside, we're just yeah, languishing. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, tell them about the special offer, Nancy. With, uh,
1: Good morning, everyone. Happy Saturday to you thanks so much for joining us this morning you're very important to us and uh, we have a special guest that will be coming in this morning and uh, his name is Rambit and he's a mixed breed and uh, I believe he was picked up in uh, Miami he was a stray so he's going to uh, dazzle us with his presence so you want to stay tuned for that and uh, <coughs> excuse me uh, for the ladies uh, we have uh, we have $50 for the first two new lady callers, and uh, you can uh, collect that $50 just by calling and saying hello, or maybe talking about a recent purchase that you made, or or uh, how long you're waiting uh, for that, you know, purchase that you made. Some are still waiting up to a year. It's been a difficult time still, and... Uh, you know, things are getting better. Another topic, uh, if you so wish to discuss, is artificial intelligence. You know, it doesn't seem like as if it was that long ago that we talked about electric vehicles, and here we are knee-deep in them, and now we are in the artificial intelligence explosion. If you'd like to discuss that, please give us a call at 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530 or you can well you can talk to us on your anonymous feedback.com oh and uh, for all of you who are not familiar with Earl's confessions of a recovering car dealer uh, this ties in with Big Dog Ranch and what you can do is you can go to Amazon or to Earl on cars um, and uh, Earl on cars.com and you can purchase this book why is it so important because of all the great information in it um in it's it, it's like something you put on a shelf and you can always refer to but not only that all proceeds all proceeds for this book goes straight to big dog ranch so that book is uh you know it's it, it's something to have and to hold so recovering the confessions of a recovering car dealer uh, go to Amazon or Iran Cars to uh, purchase that book. Now back I'll, we've got some calls and I think I'm gonna go to Lake Park and talk to Bob. Good morning, Bob.
4: Good morning, good morning. How's everybody today?
1: Good. Thank you. Good.
4: Good. I wanted to talk about a couple of topics. Uh, one is uh, insur- car insurance and the other is the test drive. Uh, I just read that Florida has the highest car insurance in the country. And the trend would be, eventually, uh, the average car insurance in the state of Florida will be $4,000 a year over time. And I was wondering if you could talk about that. I was able to find uh, a relatively good uh, quote from AAA of all people. Uh, uh, You had talked about AAA a couple weeks ago, and they actually they sell car insurance, and they're very reasonable. And then I also wanted to talk about the test drive. Uh, you were talking about test drives and I was wondering when I usually will go for a test drive, I'd like to take the car out on uh, the highway to see what the acceleration is, so I can get on the highway and then also how quiet the car is when it's traveling at highway speeds. I was wondering what you thought about that.
0: Well, Bob, uh, you know, you're your observation on insurance in Florida is accurate. I'm not sure that it applies to auto insurance. Uh, I know it applies to property, uh, uh, home insurance, and that has to do with hurricanes and also with the fact that we have so much coastal property and, and with this global warming phenomenon we're having with uh, rising water sort of a thing. But uh, uh, it's, a, it's, it's really a uh, crisis uh, in terms of uh, home insurance uh building right. insurance uh yes. I, I don't know that uh, this, uh applies to a matter of fact i was talking to uh, uh my body shop manager the other day about that and uh, he he didn't seem to think that there were complaints from our customers about their premium um right. i can well, see why I, I, I
4: had read what what i had read was car insurance in the state of florida mm-hmm. car insurance car insurance <clears throat> Is, is the highest in, is the highest in
0: the country. I didn't know that. I I was. I'll certainly go back and double check. Uh, right. I can't speak to I, I can't speak as to why that would be true in Florida and not true in other areas. But I do know in general, car insurance uh, is higher now because of the cost of the materials being used for the cars, and yes. uh, th- yes. the high tech cars we have. Normally, a bumper was a bumper, right? You if right. you ran into something that protected the car. Now High-tech electronics are embedded in the bumper sensors, and uh, a bumper is many, many times more expensive today right. than it was ten years ago. Right. So I these think, are the type of things.
4: They, I think they also said something about the uh, high number of uninsured drivers that are
0: in Florida. Ah, uh, 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 I bingo. I I do recall that. Yeah, we do. We do. It's it's an age thing, and. Uh, And I think in Florida, we have an elderly elderly population. Uh, A lot of people come to Florida to retire, and uh, older people just like to keep using their cars. And oftentimes, uh, their license comes up for renewal, and they say, I don't think I'm gonna be able to pass the test, or maybe they try and they fail, but they don't uh, stop driving. And uh, when you stop and think about it, uh, uh, the odds against somebody being pulled over are pretty slim, and so they feel, what the heck? If I if they catch me, I'll have a fine. If if I don't drive, I'm going to be very unhappy. Uh, I yeah, I know. I would ask you how you feel about your car, Bob. If someone came and took your car from you and said you can't drive anymore, you'd be you'd be kind of depressed, wouldn't you?
4: Yes, yeah, so I had to do that with my father because of his. Uh, yeah. Uh, he couldn't remember how to get home anymore. Yeah. I, had to take, I had to take his keys. Yeah,
0: and that, and, uh, that, that was tough on him, I'm sure.
4: Yes, it was, that was a tough situation. What do you think about the test drive? When somebody takes a test drive, uh, you were talking about that, I think, a week ago or so. Yeah. And uh, your dealership is not anywhere near the highway. You're all the way down on US-1. Mm-hmm. Uh, if someone came in, they wanted to test drive the car up on I-95, you would let them take it? Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, yeah. we, absolutely. We we encourage uh, that, and uh, uh, it's important that you drive. The interesting thing, as I'm saying this, it's also impossible to do now because there aren't any cars to test drive, Uh, and that's an exaggeration. But because of the uh, inventory shortage, it's it's very difficult for you to be able to drive that car that you would normally be able to drive in normal inventory situations. But uh, assuming just for this discussion uh, that you have that car, you certainly should drive it in the same conditions that you drive it. Every day uh, on I-95 uh, in, in back roads, uh, rough roads, smooth roads, uh, the way you park the car, where you park the car. Uh, it's, it's amazing uh, the things that you notice about a car when you're in it for 20 minutes or half an hour. Uh, that you wouldn't notice if you just took it around the block. So uh, if a car dealer tries to get it, take you around the block and say, you just had a test drive, say no. In fact, we encourage uh, at our dealership of, to take the car for a whole day or even overnight and drive it in all those conditions that you would normally drive. That's very very unusual. I
4: don't don't think very many of the dealers would do
0: that, do it? No, no. They don't. And to be honest, today uh, is very difficult. uh, If you don't have any vehicles in stock, or very few, the odds against the specific vehicle you want. In our situation, our dealership, most every car we sell... Uh, almost literally every car we sell is an ordered car. So the cars that we have on the ground are usually cars that were sold and they came in and they haven't been delivered uh, yet, and we can't in good conscience stake. Uh, if your car came in, Bob, you wouldn't want to stake that car that came in and give it to a prospective customer on your car for a test drive. So we we, right. we really can't offer test drives. We encourage people, these it's come up in the past, we say try rental companies or just, uh, you know, uh, try to find if you have to go to a dealer you don't want to buy from if they have the car and stop for a test drive. But it's very difficult to do today,
4: All right? Now, could you go actually go rent the car somewhere and uh, try it out that way? I would yeah. go to a rental, I a would rental agent? if I
0: if I could find the model I wanted to drive, I would rent it, yeah. it'd be worth the uh, uh, 50 bucks or whatever it cost me. To drive the car for a full day and no, I like it or no, I don't like it. That's yeah,
2: usually you can, you can pick out a rental by you know class you want a mid-size SUV or right. a, or a thing and then you and then you call them say what kind of midsize SUVs you got out there and um and pick the one you want to buy. But yeah, um, I've actually been kind of excited. We were talking about Subarus uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I rented a Subaru and fell in love with a Subaru. And well, we sell Toyotas, but that sucks.
4: <laughs> right. Well, I was uh, wondering uh, uh, your your friend there that uh, ordered the Camry, uh, and then it came in, and he had an issue. Uh, he I guess he never test drove the car before he ordered it.
0: Yeah, and he, uh, and, and, and he he couldn't. And uh, if we had the vehicle, he would have done it. And that's another thing that we don't think about today. That's one of the difficulties. Um, every car is different, even even if they don't have a model change or any any change. Two cars coming off the assembly line, exact same year, make, model. They're a little bit different the way they drive. I mean, just cars are not you know rubber stamped They're 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 assembled separately, and there's a little difference between one car and another. That's where you can have lemons. I mean, (laughs) you got about you can have a great car uh, with great quality, but uh, one out of something, a thousand or ten thousand, you're going to have a problem, and they call that a lemon. Right. It's oh,
1: very interesting.
4: Bob. Well,
0: thank you for your time. Thank
4: you. Thank, I hope thank you. you. Have a nice weekend.
1: Thank you, Bob, yes. and uh, thanks right. for bringing that uh, topic to the uh, the show about car insurance. And uh, you, you're right; uh, Florida ranked as the second highest average car full car co- coverage, and uh, New York in New York is the highest, and uh, four thousand seven hundred and sixty-nine dollars a year. Wow. Okay, uh, 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. We are going to stay with the phones, and we're going to talk to Rhonda, who is a first-time caller. Welcome, Rhonda. Hi. Good morning, guys. Good morning. morning. You won yourself $50 this morning, Rhonda, and if you'll stay on the line when we finish talking and talk to uh, Jeremy, in our control room. He'll get your contact information and hand it to me, and I will give you that check by putting it in the mail and uh, getting it out to you ASAP. What can we do for you this morning? Well, thank you very much for the check. Um, My
5: question is, um, I drive a 2005 Honda Accord EX. Um, I have put over 200,000 miles on it now, or it has over 200,000. And I put um, over a hundred thousand myself. And um, I also want to say I can um, vouch for the insurance. I have paid probably fifty percent more insurance than my other family members mm-hmm. living in other states. <clears throat> so it's pretty much it's a it's a serious um, increase. The other thing is, in the next two years, I'll be in the car market for a new car within five years. Five years old. I I want a Lexus for the reliability. But w- what are some other choices, Naomi?
2: In that, cl- in the luxury class, like Lexus... Um well I'd, I'd go it to, if you have access to consumer reports to, um to, they would probably give you everything that's recommended in the class but i can tell you um i don't know what model you're looking at um, but you're looking in the right direction because i think we usually see a lot of Lexus's on the recommended list on consumer reports rick has something
3: the other brand i would look at is acura acura is Just honda's kind of, yeah. luxury brand and honda and toyota are neck and neck in quality and Lexus and Acura, neck and neck in quality, and in the, uh, shall we say, the the uh, the bells and whistles, the toys in the cars. But Acura also has a few more, shall we say, sportier options for a, um, shall we say, a younger mindset. Uh, Lexus is more of the mm, uh, older generations uh, the, the the ones that are looking more for the, the soft creature comforts and Acura can be more of the sportier, uh, a little more responsive performance type cars
1: And uh, Rhonda, uh, if, if you uh, can pick yourself up a uh, consumer report, uh, I can't tell you uh, how much uh, information that is in uh, the uh, I'm going to say the may june and also the july edition and uh, they they rate their cars and uh, they're out there driving them and uh, it's it's very thorough so the information that uh, you you know are going to absorb from those uh, subscriptions uh, the magazines and you can even go to the library if, if you don't wish to purchase one uh, but it is a great way to go if you're going to purchase a vehicle and you're, I think Stu has something to add to that.
2: Rhonda were you looking to get a, uh, a same size car as the Accord like a mid-size car?
5: I'm in the market for either an ES350
2: or an LS460 Okay oh the, uh, the big one um, okay, so in false ultra-luxury cars, oops, I'm sorry. Well, in that mid-size range, um, Consumer Reports, the best one, uh, as far as reliability that's going to last forever, is the uh, 2023 Lexus ES Hybrid. Um, and by the way, Lexus and Toyota are going that way anyway, so pretty much all their cars are going to become hybrid and then eventually electric. So that's, the, that's your ES right there. Um, so that's like the top recommended from Consumer Reports. But you could also consider there's Genesis. That's... Um, Hyundai makes that luxury brand, and that's getting really um, good ratings on on consumer reports. And BMW, as much as I hate to say it, (laughs) the the top three are the Lexus ES, the Genesis G80, and the BMW 5 Series. Can you believe that?
1: BMW
2: recommended for reliability? Okay, but it is. Wow.
1: And, and also, Rhonda, uh, you, you can also take a look at the cars that you really should avoid. They, they just do a very thorough investigation uh, with the cars to avoid the cars that cost you more to keep on the road uh, than to uh, uh, purchase. Yeah,
2: they buy it for themselves and they go through uh, all the stuff that so you oh, don't have true? to
1: yeah it's very strenuous uh what they do out there. It's amazing you can uh take and you can look that up too Rhonda so it's uh, really uh, informing the consumer before you decide to purchase. you know I hope that we were able to help you out this morning. Yes, thank you very much thank you for helpful uh, thank you for calling. Give us a call again. Our number here is eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty or you can text us at seven seven two four nine seven Six five three zero. And don't forget your anonymous feedback.com. Now back to the recovering car dealer.
0: How about text? We got any text coming in?
2: Yeah, we got. Um, I have a segment from Ann Marie. It's a big one, but it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, Ann Marie says, Good morning. It's no secret that vehicles are rolling computers that collect data on who we are, where we go, and how we drive. I have three modest proposals. If cars in the future have facial recognition and collect data on their owners and drivers, here are some programs that I'd like to see created and implemented based on the data accumulated by the vehicles. One: this proposal is on behalf of parents everywhere who have said, "You're not going out dressed like that." I' try saying that these days. Um, let there be a program where parents can input a computer code so that the car won't start or go anywhere if one's precious offspring is, quote, unquote, dressed like that. <laughs> that won't work in my house, I promise you that. But um, <laughs> well, we'll pass it up, up on the ladder to Toyota. Um, number two, um, businesses today can put governors on trucks to keep their drivers from exceeding certain speeds. Uh, let's create a similar program for parents of young drivers. If you suspect um, your young driver may not be as responsible as you'd like, set up a computer command that limits the vehicle speed and emails you report on where the kid went and how fast the vehicle traveled. Um, I can testify um, that while we didn't have a governor on the car, there are programs out there um, called, um, oh gosh, I can't remember, we don't use it anymore, but um, find friends on your iPhone. Uh, Well, that doesn't give you speed. But there's other programs out there that oh, well, it's got, on your phone and alerts you. They got software you. all over the yeah, that's, yeah.
0: That, that technology is available yeah.
2: right now. Yeah, I don't know if it will sh- uh, slow the car down, but um, it will, can alert you if the car. And also you can track the car. Uh, so, and that's good for um, parents with teenagers. Um, but be honest with your kids. Let them know you're tracking them. Um, if the car has um, facial recognition and knowledge of who's supposed to be driving, and this is a really good one, I'd like to suggest a security program in case a driver is ever carjacked um, or if the car is just going to be stolen. Let the carjackers take the car, get away from danger, but contact the police and trigger a program where the car records who's in the car through facial recognition, sends the police an email as the car's current location and occupants, and takes the culprits to the nearest police station for processing. Um, I have a friend in another city where carjackings are rampant. Um, kids steal the cars at gunpoint and drive them around and crash them into other cars and often total the vehicle. My friend's okay, but her car was crashed and totaled. I'd like to see future vehicles have programs to minimize or prevent the dangers of carjackers. Well, I thought where you're going, because I, I didn't read it all the way, was that it would have facial recognition and just wouldn't operate for the um, or anybody wasn't authorized to operate it.
3: By the way, one quick note for anyone that has a car with a smart key system. In other words, the push button start. Oh, yeah. Make sure that you don't leave the key just loose in the, the car. car when you get in it. Have it in your pocket, your purse, or whatever. If something like that happens, grab your purse, get out of the car, let them have it. They drive off in the car, but when they turn it off, it will not restart. Yep. So at least then the car is disabled. And hopefully you've mm-hmm. got a better chance of getting it recovered.
2: Yeah, and new cars now, you can track them even if you don't have a uh, special software. Most of them are connected to GPS and you can look at yep. your car with an app.
3: But remember, your safety is paramount. Cars can be replaced. Your health, not mm-hmm. so much.
2: Um, and um asked, asks, what programs would you like to see created for drivers in the future? Um, and along those lines, Amber, I'd like to I'd like to see that facial recognition. What you're talking about, um, for, but for um, things like you know security, um, if your your car only starts for you, your wife, your children, um, and a couple other designated people, um, somebody breaks in the car, it doesn't matter what they do, it won't start. Um, it's too complex I'm a system. That doesn't
0: have facial recognition yeah. now.
2: Yeah, and also she mentioned the uh, taking a picture. Um, a lot of dash cams have interior cameras if that's something i think that t- if somebody wants to put that in their car if you put a dash cam in your car with an interior camera um uh, if somebody steals that's your the car reason I it said will tesla it.
0: because tesla is watching my eyes mm-hmm. or nancy's eyes whoever's driving
2: to make sure you're not if your eyes
0: are not on the road uh, the car stops i yeah. mean or basically you lose your autonomous privileges yeah. to
2: so oh, yeah. that sounds like just an update that Tesla could do. I mean, yeah. it's not like a big. Uh, they don't have to get your car and they just update it, the, the software. Yeah. One
3: feature that some cars had for a while, but I haven't heard of it again in a while, is if you don't put your seatbelt on, the radio will not work. <laughs> and that I thought was one of the That's pretty good for kids. greatest things for the young drivers, teenagers. I didn't know that. Who one. Yeah. Wouldn't Which necessarily wear that? a seatbelt. Which cars was that? I believe Honda and Ford actually <laughs> were the front runners on that for a while. No, but I haven't heard of that in a while. I don't know if they still have that or not.
2: But Maybe that was um, a fantastic in the court. idea. Really, there's <laughs> something. Um, Amory has a PS. You said there's a lot of animal shelters overflowing with cute critters right now. So if you're thinking of getting a pet and you don't live down here close to Big Dog Ranch Rescue or or um, or, or the other place, um, please check out your own local <coughs> rescue agency. <laughs> For a forever friend, thanks. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Very good.
1: Great to hear from you again, Anne-Marie. We're going to go back to the phones where we have a few calls holding and uh, we're going to talk to Don. Uh, he's calling us from West Palm Beach. Good morning, Don.
6: Good morning. Question for Rick. A 2008 Toyota Sequoia Platinum. Uh, there is Hall hardware in West Palm Beach and they were selling Duracell of bombs and keys, and I've had them make them before. And uh, yesterday, uh, their little computer hooked up to the car, blah blah blah. Uh, it just it would say that it was uh, what satisfied for the key and the bomb, but then when you stuck it in the car and so forth, it would not work. Is there, they're thinking that there is a limit on how many keys and fobs you can program for the Sequoia?
3: Yes, there is. Hmm. I believe on the Sequoia, it might be either four or six. Um, Toyota generally has a limit on the number of uh, smart key fobs and even immobilizer keys that can be programmed to their cars at, a, at any given moment. Why is that? I don't know why, uh, but they just decided, let's let's not have, allow an infinite number. Um, and maybe, it usually maybe they have is, like a really crappy depending chip. on the
2: model, either four or six. Maybe they need a, a bigger memory card in that thing.
0: Hmm. Well, that's, that's, that's great information. I think that's kind of stupid, but uh, it's a fact. So I love that Rick <laughs> knew it immediately. <laughs> I
2: was
6: like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I program a lot of keys. Yeah, so true. I've given the car to the sun and <clears throat> we have. Um, I have the two original fobs, and mm-hmm. uh, two more have been done, and then for the keys. Um, maybe close to six keys so yeah then then the question now is there's only one fob that works is there any way of even going to the toyota dealership I th- I th- oh, I yes, sir, I'd, lo-
0: I'd love to ask Toyota that question because there's somebody Rick knows <laughs> that's such a dumb thing to do. You're a perfect example of why it's dumb. 2008. I mean, uh, how this is 2023. So the chances that you're going to have uh, more than one key fob uh, re- lost or required, uh, the older your car, yeah, and they uh, they're forsaking the people that keep their cars for a long time.
3: And no, because all you have to do is go to the dealer. Show, give them bring all the keys that you have that you want to operate that vehicle, they can erase all the old ones and set it to where only those will now operate the vehicle. Oh, well that's all of your problem, Don?
6: Well, they then how about the fobs that don't work anymore?
3: Same thing. As long as long as the fobs are still operational, that they're transmitting
6: and Oh they're not they're not. They're not. That's why I'm saying I only have one fob that actually works anymore.
3: That worked ah, out. Okay. okay. Well, like then you'd you need to get new key fobs. And when you go to the, if you have the dealer do it, let them know that when they're programming a new fob, you want them to erase any old fobs. Okay.
1: Okay, but uh, Don, I hope we, um, I hope we answered your questions. We've got some calls backed up. Can we help okay. you with anything else?
6: No, I'm uh, planning on uh, calling Travis. I think he's one of your service riders to mm-hmm. do with uh, uh, the phone, like yep. uh, I called last week, and also to deal with the fobs as well.
2: Thank right. you so much. You got the right guy?
1: We Okay. Have, give us a call again. We're going to go straight to Frank, who's been holding in Jupiter Farms, and Marty will be right with you. Hang in there. Good morning, Frank.
7: Well, good morning, guys on right um, another weekend.
1: Yes, anyway. it is. <laughs>
7: last two weekends, I really didn't get a chance to say much. Uh, we grow lychees down here. We have about a hundred <laughs> lychee trees, and so this is like Farmer Frank and Jupiter Farms <laughs> the last two weekends. So um, I mean, you know, retired airline captain, retired military pilot. But now sounds like
2: farms. a lot of, sounds like a lot of lychees.
7: Mm. Actually, it's kind of neat. I mean, people love them, and, and yeah. the tree we got now. Not trying to do an infomercial, but the, <laughs> the, the seeds are so small. It's a, it's, a, it's really a gift from Heavenly Father. It's nothing that anyone knew about. The seeds are smaller, about one tenth the size of a raisin, if they have a seed at all. And everyone thinks I'm I'm making up stories. And I said, "Here, try one." And the look on their face when they don't find a seed inside of a lychee yeah. nut, you know. So anyway, keep going. You but might get completely see we will on one. trail if they want to come. Earl
0: stored on lychee nuts.
8: Sh- <laughs> <laughs> we okay, covered it all.
7: Yeah, I'd better get back to two things. Yes, I please. did notice today that um, there's no more AM radios in the electric cars. That's true. And there's, um, it, it's, it's, it's interesting because I guess the AM stations during um, storms and tornadoes and hurricanes have more... Um, like range coverage in FM radio and stuff. But anyway, that was an
2: interesting thing. Yeah, they rely on, like, uh, to use the streaming services. and But I did hear, wasn't and this true, that Ford backtracked and said they were going to uh, not stop uh, uh, putting AM radios in the car. So I guess there was enough yeah. of a backlash.
0: Yeah, you can stream AM radio yeah. uh, in most uh, electric cars if they have streaming capability. In our Tesla that we have, Nancy and I, we, in fact, we stream, yeah. you know, uh, true yeah.
2: AM. But all, but all smartphones can can stream and all yeah. new cars can yeah. you can Bluetooth to your car, so everybody's got yeah.
7: AM radio. Yeah. Well, got, as they say, you know. can learn something new every day. When you're over sixty-five, the problem is you also forget about five things. <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
9: Two <laughs> steps anyway. forward, well,
7: one step you, here's back. Here's my question. Here's my question for Rick. I have a 2012 Mercedes E 350, and the glove box won't open. I mean, the latch starts to you know move, but nothing's working, and you can't force it open. And I know of course my registration's in there, the, um, insurance, the, the stickers and things. I went to Mercedes and it was like $600. Really? Yeah. Is there any, um, any secret to this? This is what I tried to lock picking
2: kick on it on Amazon.
7: Okay.
3: Actually, I'm not very familiar with Mercedes, how their latch system is set up. Um, but let's see, where is that place I saw recently? Um, could a locksmith do it? No, not necessarily. Unless it's do, does it have a key lock to it? There's, there's a lot like, of cars like, don't.
7: No, it has that little magic key that's in the key fob. It's just a square looking thing. But that's not moving. It's, it's the, the, the guy that did look at it, did give me the six hundred dollar price. Says it's not. It's, it's the lock itself. Something. It's not
3: the it's latch. Just, yeah.
7: Yeah, the latch. But um, he said, try and go on the side and and. and um, Pull back the um, um, armature, and I, I said, "What do I have that's going to fit in there?" And you'll, you, Rick, you'll love this. I brought out an old set of feeler gauges from gapping spark plugs, you know, decades ago. Nice. And that kind of fit in there. It, it fits. The only thing, small thing I had, like a little jimmy tool. Yeah. But I couldn't find any latch. It is so tight. All the dimensions are so tight on that's that Mercedes car.
3: That's Mercedes for you. Yeah, <laughs> they Mercedes. They're they're fit and finish is good it's really
2: fine. really good they have some fine fit and
3: finish um i want to say there's a guy down on us1 i think he's just a little bit north of forest hill boulevard uh that up almost as where summit would hit us1 that does a lot of mercedes work so just heading your car down um, that way yeah my my real option the first thing i would do really for that is I would go online for local Mercedes forums, and I, I would look and see if you have any Mercedes, just even Mercedes forums, and put your question in there. Uh, I guarantee there are some gurus in there that will instantly be able to give you answers if there is a way on how to do it the easiest way because yeah. there there's some Mercedes guys out there in the, in this nation that love those things, and I guarantee there's been a thousand people already in the past year mm-hmm. that have had the same issue.
2: And also, right when you get off the phone with us, go on YouTube and, and search how do you open a stuck Mercedes glove box. And that I'm also, one also looking at glove box
0: <laughs> locks for Mercedes, and you can buy them on Amazon. So, uh, it's, uh, the, but you got to open it first. Yeah, you know, it's it's available <laughs> to you.
7: Yeah, that's what they said. Once you get the door open, there's like four little screws. They won't sell you the screws for <laughs> the kit at at uh, Mercedes unless you have your registration and can prove that you're really you. And I said, well, unfortunately, it's locked in the glove box. So (laughs) it's an interesting um, dilemma. But anyways, always great to hear your show. And
3: and Uh, here's a quick note from my buddy Donovan. He says, uh, German Auto World in Delray Beach. He says they're a good company that he has dealt with and he recommends... Give yeah, them yeah. a try. Yeah, German European, auto there, world. There
0: are a lot of technicians out there that specialize in European cars, and that's your answer really of what we we're talking about before. Um, that uh, what's that name again? The uh, uh,
3: German auto world. German auto works good. Yeah.
7: Yeah, I'll write that down. Thanks. a few about a month or two ago, the car wash people broke off the little Mercedes um, thing on the hood. oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah.
1: Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, that's amazing.
7: One, the, the one in Jupiter doesn't even have a repair shop uh, up here.
1: Interesting. you got to go
7: down to Okeechobee, and it was like $400 to have that thing replaced. Wow. Well, Frank, oh we've got a bunch of people holding here, so we're, we're going to have to move uh, along. I yeah. know. I'll let you guys go. Have uh, a nice day, sir. Thanks for the bye
1: call, bye. Frank. We enjoy your company. We're going to go to uh, Marty and uh, Betty. Uh, just hold on, and we'll be right with you. Good morning, Marty. Welcome.
10: Good morning. How are you doing today? We're great. I got uh, two points, and I'll make them quick. First point is Earl is 100% correct. My neighbor bought a new Acura TLX, and he can't work the radio. <laughs> he can't get the stations programmed on there, so he's got to go back to the dealer and figure out how, what you have to do to get the stations programmed. Annoying. So very annoying. Yes. Now, the other thing, my other point is when you said facial recognition. To drive the car. What are you going to do in your dealership when you come in for service? When you got 20 cars in there that all have
2: it goes. He, you put it, in, it. goes into service mode, um, and then lets anybody start it. <laughs> but you need your yeah. face to put it into service mode or valet yeah, mode. Anyone can yeah. start it. Well, if you want to put in into valet mode, you would just uh, say go into valet mode and it would use your face and you'd walk out and make it started yeah you'd tell it uh, interesting valet mode for the next three hours yeah Yeah. and after three hours it cancels it hey that might
3: speed
10: up the service in the shop we have time limits on how long we
2: can drive the car so
10: anybody could drive off with the cars when they're sitting in your parking lot how about this
2: toyota dealerships will have a special access for their technicians all right. You're as a
0: twin steal your car, of course. As right. you grow a beard, as you can't your car.
1: We got the ID.
10: As long as the- Stu is correct and all the cars don't get stolen, you better have your insurance paid up over that's true. there. And if it does,
2: everybody can blame me. Yeah. Right.
10: <laughs> right. And that's a lot I of cabbage,
1: think, Marty. A lot yeah, of cabbage. I don't
10: think, that, I don't think that's going to happen for, the, for that one reason. Yeah, but if I told you that you wouldn't be
2: able to open your phone without your phone uh, your phone looking in your face uh, ten years ago, you would have said I was crazy.
10: Yeah. Well, I've got an iPhone and I don't put that stuff in there, so I open it with, with nothing. Okay. So I I don't have a problem with that. But you're right. <laughs> Advances are uh, you know very
1: coming along. Yeah. yes Yeah. They sure are uh, moving fast.
10: All right, I'm waiting for the 24, so I'm, I'm going to sit tight. All right.
1: You know, I got a, I got a text message last night, and I thought about you again, because uh, I have a friend who's waiting, and she's been waiting for about a year now. So uh, if that's any consolation yeah. to you.
10: <laughs> yeah, tell her she's only got three more months to wait. Oh, no.
1: I'd ha- have to leave town if I gave her that information. <laughs> <laughs> I only
10: waited 15 months, but uh, that's all right. Uh, now Marty. i got to wait. Jason told me I can't do anything till August anyways as far as ordering. Oh,
1: yeah,
9: boy.
2: You can come by and visit. Yeah.
1: Okay, uh, Morty. Hey, Lizzie. Right. Have a good weekend. Yeah, we love talking to you. Thanks, Give Marty. us a call again. Uh, we're going to go to Parkland and uh, where we find Betty, who's a first-time caller. Good morning, Betty. Uh, Good morning. Welcome. You won yourself $50, uh, Betty, and if you stay on the line uh, when we're finished talking and you talk to uh, Jeremy in the control room, he'll get all your information and pass it along to me, and I'll send you out a check for $50.
11: Well, thank you. I enjoyed getting up early to hear your program. Thank you. I had I had to buy a new tire for my car. It's a 2017 Hyundai or Sonata, and I just went to the local place. And after they put everything on it, I drove it, and there was a message that said that the air pressures are uneven. So I brought it back. he said, oh, that's not important. It's okay. Is that right?
3: Uh, No, that is important. Yeah, Yeah, very important. They should set all four of the tire pressures to be about the same, within like one to two pounds per square inch of each other.
11: Yeah. Well, one was 36 and 35, and one was 37 and uh, 35. 34 or
1: 35 yeah that air pressure um, your your uh, psi is so important it affects uh, so uh, it, it, how your ca- how your car uh, behaves on the road uh, your gas model it just everything so that exact. information was than inaccurate than one or two pounds. yeah it's okay oh, yeah. i made them okay. put
11: um, extra the okay. air pressure in it so it would work
2: yeah, no, it's it's okay. He didn't
11: want to do it.
2: Yeah, it's um I see I get the air pressure indicator in my car and it bothers me when I see them not being perfect, but I, within a couple of pounds yeah. there it's okay. Um so um yeah, he was accurate. Now if it was, you know, one was 37 and then you had one you know with 30 or you know several pounds difference, then then they, I'm sure they would have taken care of it.
1: Uh, maybe I'm oversensitive. I like it all even, and I well, like.
2: That's a, my. That's my. I have obsessive thinking. Everything has to be perfectly even. Yeah. But not for safety's sake. That's <laughs> just for my own. Gets it, me in trouble a lot.
1: Uh, but uh, checking your uh, tire pressure one, at least once a month is a real good idea, yeah. Rick.
3: Uh, it might also be that for your Hyundai, it may need to be driven for a little while until the computer catches the numbers up properly. Uh, say about 20 or 30 miles. But well, yeah, it if it's. Just,
11: it 20 or 30 miles.
3: Okay. Uh, if it's still giving you that warning, uh, I'd step in at the, at the Hyundai dealer and have it checked out.
11: Well, I brought it back to the other guy and he fixed it.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, great. That's good then.
1: Could, could well, you thank
11: s- you for your program.
1: thank you you. don't forget to stay on the line and uh give uh Jeremy that information great hearing from you and thank you for helping us uh build this platform here for the ladies have a wonderful day thank you you're welcome 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530 uh we're going to go back to Stu
2: okay um, I got a text from Roy in Denver. <coughs> Roydy wants to know, has Toyota announced when the 2024 models will be available? I th- think it's just the Grand Highlander, that bigger, um, f- big fancy Highlander is the only one so far. So, um, and I wouldn't tell you if I knew anyway because that's confidential Toyota information. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, but um, no, uh, usually uh, we start to see that, we get like a, uh, a launch uh, calendar, um, Mid year, we'll we'll probably see it. So I think next month we might get an
0: idea. What Stu said, of course, is that we don't know. uh, the 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 press finds out about these things before we do. When I say we, car dealers, the manufacturers. We'll talk to the press or somebody else leak it. And, and we're sitting here getting calls from our customers saying, "Oh, we just yeah. read that it's this New yeah. cars coming out. So. It's
2: online ever, somewhere. Yeah. You could probably find it um, with Google faster than me, but um, but as far as like official stuff, uh, the the, Highland, the Grand Highlander is it. Um, next one, good morning. What is your opinion of Carmax? We live in Southeast Ohio and we're looking for a safe, reliable used vehicle for our recent college grad. Um, well, we love CarMax. Um, historically, right now things are really weird in the used car market. Um, so, um, and to be honest, we haven't we haven't mystery shopped CarMax in a, in a while. Um, you know,
0: automotive news this week: CarMax's uh, first quarter net income slipped nine and a half percent. Business is bad. That might be good for you, but yeah. uh, CarMax is a great place to buy a used car.
2: Yeah, just generally, um, it's tough. Um, inventories are um, are still, I mean, they're built up, and there's crazy fluctuations with the used car market. And even though CarMax is a, um, that's a straightforward place, and it's uh, it's a good place to do business, they're still beholden to fluctuations in the market. So we've seen um, it, it nose diving where used car prices are dropping and um, and then they've come back up, but they, they treat their customers ethically, honestly. They have a minimal number of, of extra fees. They are junk fees, but I think it's a couple hundred bucks versus thousands, and they do take care of the cars and they stand behind them, so you can't go wrong, I don't think, up there in Ohio. Um, we have some incognito, some anonymous feedback. Um, first one, Interesting to read about the $2 million given to the Florida governor's campaign two weeks before the vetoed, he vetoed a bill allowing car manufacturers to sell direct-to-residents in Florida. Um, each time I Google the subject, another story appears about other corrupt politicians in Florida accepting quote-unquote donations from car dealers. Um, maybe instead of sending your secret shopper to dealers... You could have have them shop the corrupt lawmakers. Well, actually, I'm I'm, gonna, I'm running for Florida State Senate um, secretly under a pseudonym. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, that like we talked about this last week on the show. Um, that law has always been there, um, but th- th- what, what you're saying is absolutely true. The reason those laws have been there is because the car dealers have a huge um, um, lobbying power in Florida and other states, and with a lot of money.
0: And it's not just not Florida, it's it's our political system. Yeah. It's national. I yeah, mean, it's just the way it
2: works. It I, mean,
0: we, I always temper this by saying, we've got the best government, the best country in the world. And our our system, our democratic system, and the whole thing is the best in the world. But it still stinks, and uh, uh, we got to live with it. But uh, when when a politician is talking, he's talking to his base to try to get reelected, and he's telling you what you want to hear, so you'll vote for him. That's the way our system is. Uh, but it still works pretty damn well.
2: And when he's talking to his donors, he'll say because yeah. they're going to hold him to it. And uh, so yeah, everybody in, um, we'll talk about Florida, everybody in the state Senate, um, everybody in the house and the governor's mansion are kind of uh, clientele of the the Florida car industry, uh, retail industry. Um, Another anonymous feedback, Toyota hybrids are impossible to get quickly. The current wait list is anywhere from six to 12 months. For most Toyota dealers, the RAV4 is a nine month wait. Uh, a new toyota sienna is also about a 9 to 12 month wait this is crazy um, it is crazy um, but there is kind of good news on the horizon um, to get just a little bit wonky our allocation system has had an adjustment somewhat recently uh, toyota um, and other manufacturers well other manufacturers are going straight to electric uh, toyota is taking this interim step And right now they're going to they they stop distinguishing between gas versions and hybrid hybrid versions for allocation purposes. So in the past, if you sold a gas Camry, you would only um, earn a gas Camry on a future allocation to give to get to another customer. Um, they've released it. So now, if you're selling gas, and it, it's, in other words, it's going to help uh, the dealers that are uh, selling a lot now of Toyota hybrids.
0: Toyota is panicking because they got out yeah. late out of the gate <laughs> and they're in serious trouble. And right. uh, the good news is they got so much money and they're so big, they can endure serious trouble more than most right. auto manufacturers. So they'll come through it yeah, and they'll it. be back on top one right. day. But right now, they're playing catch-up.
2: A startup would have been uh, bankrupt. <clears throat> Toyota <clears throat> can uh, can keep stay in the game um let's see uh i'm in dallas texas um where'd I go okay this is more anonymous i'm in the dallas texas area in 2006 i bought a new prius from earl stuart toyota i did the whole transaction online or uh, over the phone and my new prius was shipped to me by truck i kept that prius for 12 years it was the best car i ever owned thank you earl Stewart. Well, we well, are you know, welcome. The, uh,
0: I, I, I just said something bad about Toyota. I'll say something good. The Prius is probably the best car that's ever been built. It's the best car that Toyota has ever built. Uh, and Rick will back me up on that because he fixes them. Mm-hmm. And uh,
2: and I drove four of them.
0: Yeah.
3: They, I don't make a lot of money on them.
2: That's, that's all I can tell Rick you. Rick hates them. Rick hates Prius. I don't make much money there, on them because they
3: go. don't break.
2: Yeah. You Wait, well, uh, Mr. sir, you bought you your car back in 2006, and that was the Prius heyday. And that oh, was man. going yep. crazy, and we were selling cars. I think at that time we were the number one seller of Priuses um, in the country. We're, we were in the top five. I don't yeah. know if
0: we ever hit one. We might oh, have. Oh, because there was a
2: few dealers yeah. in California. Yeah. That's right. That's We, we yeah. always had a caveat. Number one seller of Priuses in the country, asterisk, except California. <laughs> but, all right, I'm all caught up.
1: Oh, great. Uh, we're going to go back to the phones where we're going to talk to Lance. Uh, he's calling us from Tennessee. Good morning, Lance. Welcome.
12: Good morning. Good morning. We, uh, are, we've we got some bad news on Earl Stewart Day. Oh. Uh, 2024.
1: Oh, jeez.
2: <laughs> are we going to have to postpone to twenty-five? I thought I knew that was coming.
12: The, uh, we're trying to kill enough squirrels for the squirrel too.
2: But <laughs> we just can't, get them, we can't find
0: them. You know, when I was a kid, they used to call me Earl. Earl is Earl the Squirrel. That was uh, the way they Well, used we, to. we we knew <laughs> that. That's the reason we added that our squirrel story. Isn't it? Uh,
12: also, I've got a little special song for for
4: you this morning. Oh.
12: When the morning papers, it's the street. Earl Stewart on cars, KBB. Oh. Where do you want to buy, sell or trade? Come on around, and Listen in the shade.
0: Oh,
6: wow! I love
0: that. Hey, can I? Will you give me permission to use that in my advertising? Oh, we'll get the audio <laughs> clip off the radio show. <laughs> Are you Are you we would Let's Take and, a standing
1: uh, okay. ovation. We'll say we'll say
0: courtesy of Lance from Tennessee.
3: I want that for my ringtone.
0: <laughs> it's always good to talk
12: to you. I, we, I love your show. And, uh, Thank you. It, uh, it's just a great source of knowledge. and I don't always agree, but you know that's what, that's what America's all about, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that's when, when Nancy and I have an argument, we, we settle by saying difference of opinion is what allows horse racing. Just think it. Without difference of opinion, there wouldn't be any, any racing or betting. So we, we, we agree to disagree.
12: Oh, don't, please don't lose any sleep. We'll, we'll get this thing together for 2024. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, uh, uh, it's great to see what you do for Big Dog Rancher. I, I'm dog lover myself and, uh, have, I, I always ask you when I call, have you heard anything about Wheatley?
0: About what? Wheatley.
1: Oh, 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 we, oh no. yeah, no. yeah, our, our yeah, Wheelie. Yeah,
0: yeah uh, we 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 need to check on that. Uh,
1: well, last week we were told that uh, Wheelie was still at the ranch.
0: Yeah, yeah. We, I'm glad you brought that up because we need to work on that. Wheelie uh, had the problem with his rear legs. And uh, this is very difficult. So uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because we're going to we'll make a renewed effort. We might even bring Willie back because we got to find him a home. Yeah,
1: that'd be nice. And yeah, uh, but, that's that's
0: but, a good point. Yeah, we we ask for the difficult to adopt dogs when we do the Dog of the Week because you know you are a cute little puppy with a waggy tail. Uh, everybody wants to adopt the little puppies, but some some of the uh, older dogs, the dogs with medical not medical but physical problems. Uh, they have the difficulty, so we're going to make a thanks to your comment. We're going to make a re, re, uh, renew our effort to get a home for wheelie
1: And we'll get that information this morning uh, when Big Dog Ranch comes in, Lance. And uh if you didn't uh, hear me the, when we came on the air, Rampit will be here, and uh he's a mixed breed. He's three years old, and he was astray from uh, Miami. So you can one, one last thing, Earl. If Earl and Nancy,
12: if, if if Wheatley needs surgery to uh, correct that condition, maybe we could raise the money on here to, to get that done for that good dog.
0: Raise some money? Yeah.
12: I think- t- if if, if Wheatley if needs surgery to get his uh, condition repaired, maybe we could raise the money to take care of
0: that.
1: Well, that's a good sounds a good idea.
0: That's that's a good idea. I like you, Lance. I really appreciate your calls, and uh, we'll be looking forward next week.
1: Yeah, thanks for the call, and stay tuned for uh, Rambit, who will be coming up. You know, uh, just before the uh, mystery shopper report. Give us a call again. Uh, I to the uh, lady caller who we is no longer there on my queue here. Uh, I don't see her. She may have hung up give us a call back. Yeah, uh, the lines do. are all free and uh, we could take your call. That number is 877-960-9960 and you can text us uh, at 772-497-6530. Don't forget your com. We're going to go to Rick who probably has a lot to share with us. Well, we've
3: got a few interesting comments here. Um, first, one I want to, want to scroll back a little bit if I can Get my list. There we go. Okay. Uh, This actually came in a little little earlier this morning. Lane A. Katz says, Good morning. Hats off to you folks to put out an amazing radio show program that showcases honesty. I listen to you and also thank you for recommending Kevin Hunter, the homework guy. So, thank you, Lane. That's that's a fantastic thing to hear from you. Yes, thank you. And we'll get down here. I got a comment from Donovan. Oh, great! More great advice here. He says this week, Rivian, who Rivian is the company making the uh, kind of luxury electric trucks. Yeah. uh, They announced they're going to be following both Ford, GM, and uh, Hyundai is also talking that they're going to do this. They're all going to be switching to the Tesla nacs type charging connector you know,
0: everybody's going to jump on that bandwagon
1: you know that this was uh, the, is the business the finance standard, the industry standard of wall street journal and uh donovan thanks so much for uh we may not uh, have been able to get to that uh, but that's big news with rivian and uh, tesla and those superchargers
3: so yeah that's apparently he says i cannot stress it enough if uh, if you're looking for an ev do not buy from a brand that has already not already agreed to switch to the NACS and that's you why stuck with a yeah. very poor charging experience
1: yeah. yeah definitely
0: well Donovan if you're if you're uh, still listening out there uh, because you're one of our most intelligent and interesting uh, uh, listeners uh, I want to ask you this where do you feel artificial intelligence will fall in for consumers when it comes to choosing a uh, products and I obviously thinking about automobiles or on cars, but uh, with this incredible surge in uh, AI technology and it's still scratching the surface, uh, you know, we talk about when will everything be electric vehicle, when will everything be autonomous. Uh, I'm wondering about when AI will, be, will come of age where it will basically know all, see all, and be able to explain all. But uh, uh, I'm, I'm having a, a little debate with our marketing company right now about that, and uh, uh, they're hung up on Google, and, and, uh, and uh, uh, Dealer Rader, and Yelp, and the other rating services. Rating services right now are the big gun. The uh, consumer goes to uh, consumer reports. They go to uh, uh, Google. They check out things, and the, the educated consumer uses those tools my question is, and I'm talking to everybody, but I'm talking mainly, you know, to Donovan because he's a smart guy. Where do you think artificial intelligence and if the apps now are worthwhile tapping uh, for information on buying an automobile or anything else? Uh, mm-hmm. If you if you're hearing me now or anybody else hearing me, yeah. what's your opinion on that?
1: Yeah. Earlier, when we opened the show, I was talking about this explosion. And it was—it seemed like it was not that long ago we were talking about electric vehicles. Now they're everywhere, and uh, Tesla's superchargers. And boy, I'll tell you what—we um, are here. It is now, and now we're talking about artificial intelligence. Give us a call, ladies and gentlemen, and tell us how you feel about this explosion. Eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And, Rick, we're going to go back to the phones, and we're going to talk to Kurt, who is uh, calling us from Pompano Beach. Good morning, Kurt.
6: Good morning.
8: I'm a long-term listener. Oh, thank it's you. Calling. Yes, and I just love your program, and I wish you all were on every morning. instead of <laughs> there's, ah. there's other programs on Monday through Friday on this radio station I can't listen to, so you all just wonderful every Thursday morning I have my uh, alarm go off at eight AM to listen to y'all. But wow. my question is I think you were great. But two questions. Um number one is I told the cameras up in a few months and I'm at the showroom and they got the new crown with the opinion you know, on the crown, and that they told me to replace the um and the Avalon. There's a hybrid. And then also uh, number two is my insurance I've had no accidents and my friends and relatives and the car insurance down here is, my insurance has gone from like 1,200 to 1,500 to 1,700 for six months, God. like 3,500. So oh I was gosh. telling Earl, I said Earl doesn't know what's going on with the insurance market here. Everybody's insurance is skyrocketing. Yeah.
0: I was I was wrong about that. I recall now the earlier caller, uh, he said something that made sense. As we uh, we have a lot of older drivers in Florida, and I think that's one of the issues. And uh, un and uninsured drivers, uh, so the insurance companies are 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 afraid of that situation with one of their insured being involved in an accident with an uninsured driver. Lots of, then it means it all falls on them, so they th- have to throw raise a room. lot of
2: luxury cars into the mix in South Florida with uh, high repair costs
1: and and Kurt it's amazing um we had a call earlier about the increase in car insurance and uh I I was checking it out and my goodness gracious um Florida comes in second as far as the highest and uh New York New York is four thousand seven hundred and sixty nine dollars a year and then Louisiana comes in third uh, but the uh, rate hikes have soared Rick
3: I think our hurricanes and our weather has a factor in it too. Because well, they
1: said it. It did the elements and the car yeah. is in. You know, depending upon your location and what it's subjected to. And one all the of factors. one of the
3: factors that we have seen in in service department is when we all of a sudden get a, a, a flood situation where an area gets a lot of high water. Insurance companies almost always go with the rule of thumb that if the water. Reached the bottom edge of the dashboard or touched the dash, got up into the dash area, pretty much figured the car is totaled because there's simply going to be too much and it's, it's, that car's done. And when you can have suddenly in a weekend three or four hundred cars all totaled in one shot, that, you know, that, that has an impact,
1: definitely. Hit it, yep.
8: Yes, you're right. And the, um, What's interesting is my um, in North Carolina, my relative has a new Mercedes BMW convertible, and that car and two other cars a year in the middle of North Carolina cost him like twelve hundred dollars. Here we have down here in Florida uh, neighbors who have a used fifteen-year-old used, um, I think it was a Toyota Corolla, and hers has gone from like eleven to twelve to fifteen hundred dollars every six months, and my insurance on my I'm state from like twelve to fifteen to seventeen hundred every six months, like thirty five hundred dollars a year with no accidents. So That's I insane. called GEICO and Progressive and they said that, uh, the repair costs also, there's a lot of lawsuits. You know, you see every ad on TV, uh, Morgan and Morgan, for uh, you know, it, we collect billions of dollars from the car companies for in, injuries, and it just goes now, on that, and on. Yeah, so that's really the up. other
0: thing I forgot. You're absolutely right. Uh, yeah, we have more litigation in Florida. I think we have a higher per capita number of lawyers in Florida than the other state. So there's a good reason right right there to have high insurance costs.
8: When you watch the TV and every every truck that goes, I mean, every bus. As, as for the attorney, that's all that's the big business for billions of dollars, and it's like uh, a,
1: it's covered up and the property,
8: property insurance for your house. Florida, when I moved here in 1989, it certainly is a different state than what it was then.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kurt.
1: Okay. Kurt, it was great talking to you. Thanks for all the information. Give us a call mm-hmm. again.
8: I love your show and uh, look forward to seeing, every, hearing from you every Saturday morning. And Thank I, you. Keep up the good work, Kurt. Appreciate.
1: That was quite a seed you planted, asking if you could listen to our show every single morning. I'm not, I don't know how we could do that, but yo. <laughs>
2: AI, we can just have a, um, a generative AI uh, pose as us during weekdays.
1: <laughs> Stu has all the great ideas. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, give us a call at eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty or text us at seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero. We're gonna go back to Rick, where uh, he has some great stuff to share with us.
3: I've got a reply from Donovan. Oh, Donovan. He says, by 2030, you'll have cars doing real self-driving using real AI with quantum computers. The second half of this decade will look very different from the first half. Real AI will not happen until you get quantum computing working at a scale and reliability, and you need super fast connections to everything because the data sets with AI are truly massive.
2: And that's when we're destroyed by the um, at the moment of the singularity. Comes because in. when you have quantum computing, they basically they have con- it's going to have consciousness. So I
0: read it, ABM uh, said that uh, with with quantum computing that they had a problem that it would have taken ten of uh, digital computers would have taken digital computers ten thousand years to solve. And With quantum computing, it's, they solved it in immediate. five minutes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And he says 6G wow. connections will be marketed for that. So imagine cell phone towers that can connect to your car with GPS and suddenly your car is able to take you literally within millimeters for location accuracy.
0: Well Donovan, I had, it was a two part question. I, Love it. I, I totally agree with what you just said. In terms of the consumer, what if uh, what if a consumer were go to uh, chat GPT or, or uh, Bard or one of the other uh, AI apps and say, uh, I want to buy a Honda Accord and I'd like to know the best car dealer and the most honest car dealer to buy that Honda Accord from. Do you think the day will come when... An uh, AI app will be able to give you that information, and I say that because yes. right now we have Google, and we have a lot of other rating things. Uh, we have Yelp, we have DealerTrack, but one uh, Dealer Rater. But uh, a lot of these, uh, Google makes a huge amount of their money on advertising. Yes. Uh, the the all the all the revenue from the AI apps is based on s- subscription costs. The reason I don't trust Car and Driver magazine, or I don't trust Motor Trend, is because they exist because of automotive advertising. And naturally, the the Car of the Year award always is a heavy advertiser in Motor Trend. And so uh, I would like to have a source of information, like Consumer Reports, that is totally... Uh, you know, they, they, they
2: divorce themselves from the products that they rate. I, I think where we're, we're, donald was was going with the uh, quantum, I think it would have to get to that point because right now the AI is are these language models, so it's getting all the information from the internet anyway. You know, it's getting. It's if you ask it, it's probably getting it well, from quantum. It's only
0: going to uh, allow them to get, and it, it, it's not just getting information anyway. It has to do with with the processing. It has to do with with the. Uh, uh, algorithms, very sophisticated algorithms. So uh, it, it, quantum computing will be a uh, a huge breakthrough. But right now, uh, artificial intelligence is having a huge impact on all the companies, all all industries. So sure I'd be is. interested in Donovan's opinion well, on that.
3: Well, he, he may have, uh, with just six words, kind of clued it right into what direction he's thinking. He says, you'll own nothing. And be happy, which may just clue towards the idea of you don't own the cars anymore. Yeah. The cars are simply there. You use an app. A vehicle picks you up mm-hmm. autonomously and takes well, you where you need to it, go, uh, and you pay I, for the ride. I, I,
0: I, I'm, I'm talking about a broader question of product. Uh, there would, there will still be people competing for that. Mm-hmm. So uh, just like you got Uber, you have Lyft. Uh, you have bread, you have TV sets, you have products. Uh, how do you get an honest assessment of the best retail store, the best product uh, through AI? And I Stu thinks you have to wait till quantum computing comes of age. I don't agree with that. So let's let's see what the listeners out there like Donovan have to say.
3: Well, I, here he comes in, he says, uh, the AI we have now is not really artificial intelligence. Right. It's just searching a massive library of text and images exactly. using tons of graphic uh, Donovan, GPUs. Donovan, I, I respectfully, graphic processing I it.
0: respectfully disagree because they don't just parrot the information from the that's available out there. They also apply very sophisticated analog uh, 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 that are able their uh, algorithms is what I'm trying to say, very sophisticated algorithms that interpret the information that is available. So Mm -hmm. that's what what, uh, uh, makes artificial intelligence what it is today. And the only thing that quantum computing will do will speed it up and and enable to gobble up more information and create more algorithms. Well, great, um,
1: great topic. It's a good uh, discussion. Uh, uh, Donovan, thanks for opening up this conversation. Uh, gosh, you're a great asset uh, to the show. We really enjoy your company. Uh, well, we're gonna, uh, Rick. I'm gonna go ahead and go back to the phones, and uh, we're gonna talk to Mark in Palm Beach Gardens, who's been holding. Good morning, Mark.
13: Good morning, Nancy and crew. How is everybody doing? We're well. To the best radio show, the most informed an opinion show in South Florida on weekend radio. You guys do a great job.
1: Thank you, Mark. Thank you so um, much.
13: I've got one question and then a comment. Uh Rick, two thousand fifteen Camry, uh, being in a wheelchair now I can't get under there and look. But uh turn signal bulb in the bumper. Can you get do you have access right to the bottom to change that bulb or does it require taking the bumper off? Two thousand
3: fifteen uh the turn signals in that are up near the headlight um are you you're not thinking of the driving light down low, are you?
13: no, no maybe I was uh, All I'm just saying is a left front turn signal bulb has to be replaced blank like trail fast indicating that one of the elements are burned out
3: right yeah
13: can you get when you open up the hood can you get behind the headlight easily to replace that or is it a major thing i'm trying to figure out if one of my grandkids can do it
3: if they've got skinny arms then yes uh i've i've got some pretty big meat hooks um but i i will shove my arms into some tiny places and i've got the scars (laughs) to prove it but yeah i I can (laughs) i can get in and replace those bulbs pretty quick so yeah a, a younger kid. Uh, uh, you don't
13: have to take the bumper off, another one. No, no. Okay, cool. I know you guys are busy, and I want to try to get through with this call as quick as possible. Yep. I have my own opinion and two cents worth on uh, Nancy, Nancy's uh, electric car explosion that we're having, and you know, I'm I am one that kind of don't like change, and you know, the combustion engine's been around forever but uh electric cars are a good thing all the talk about tesla and other models i get kind of tired of but my big thought is that yeah we're gonna have to uh, transition over to electric but uh they build the cars uh numbers are increasing they're being bought but you know there is that that constant question of availability to recharge. And the other thing, is a lot of our politicians, they either don't understand or don't want to admit it. You know, it it takes electricity to charge the cars, and so we get back to that anti-green element that we've got to have the uh, infrastructure to provide the electricity to charge the cars. And I think that we're going to run into a big issue with not having the infrastructure, take California. You know they're pushing the. I, I believe they're the largest market with electric cars on the roads, but their infrastructure is so screwed up that the more and more electric cars that we're going to put on the roads, yeah.
2: I think there was and finding
13: a- charging stations. You know, I think it's going to be a major problem. And well, people don't want to admit it now, but watch out in the future. It's,
2: yeah, I don't think there we're was the a, deal with there was it. a, a lot of fast Mark, Hey, Mark, I think there was a like uh, close to many hundreds of billions of dollars allocated in the infrastructure bill um, to to facilitate a lot of the things that you mentioned and. Um, and I know it takes a long time right now to get nuclear um, power plants on, online with the process, but I think some of that was streamlined to get those back up because I think we're going to see a lot more nuclear um, um, power plants, modern ones uh, popping up over, around the country. Uh, to uh, just Yeah, there's going to have to be um, a lot of electricity produced to, to charge all those cars, but things kind of work hand in hand when the autom- you know, internal combustion, there, you know, there wasn't enough petroleum production to... to you know, fuel the future of, of cars. So uh, it kind of kind of works out, you know.
1: Yeah, and Mark, uh, you know, from what I'm reading, uh, you can look in the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, the USA Today, and uh, every everyone is targeted towards you know improving things as far as uh, the uh, chargers are concerned, and there being enough of them. And this, uh, 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 you know, Elon Musk, what he's doing, and uh, the superchargers that he's making available. Uh, to Rivian, uh, to 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 so many, uh, it's uh, it's moving fast, and uh, we're going to be there.
13: <laughs> yeah, and I know uh, opinions are like you know what everyone has. Belly one. buttons, and I have my own. But um, I I uh, I sure hope that uh, they're still making combustion engine cars when I leave this earth. But. Uh, Anyway, I just thought I'd throw my two cents worth in there
1: We enjoy uh, your company, Mark We really, well, we I really do
13: go. I uh, haven't been listening as much as I used to But I'm getting back in the swing But oh, anyway, nice. I'll let you get out to your next, next we call you. or comment But uh, I'm looking forward to the conversation uh, uh, the, uh, Mr. Talk, you know, mystery Shopping Report Yeah, really Mystery Shopping forward.
1: Report and Rambit Rambit will be here too, so stay tuned for that Excellent We'll talk again, Mark Thank you Okay, uh, we are going to go back to Rick I think he's got uh, some uh, information for us
3: Well, we had a, a little bit more from Donovan he says, uh, uh, he says, I don't know if that's something AI would solve Meaning the uh, the ability to uh, recommend dealerships or recommend one product over another and i, I got to bring this one out you guys are going to look Johnny Z. Fradley comes in and says I think Donovan is AI <laughs> and of course Donovan <laughs> laughed at that one uh, and then it was just uh, we had a little discussion about the idea of uh, reaching into tight places uh, in cars uh, Steve Maggs even mentioned here he says I changed the headlight bulbs on a 2011 Outback and have the scars on both arms to prove it. Normally requires the bumper off, but I went through the inner fender. $15 bulbs cost $425 to change at the dealer. Crazy. And yeah, unfortunately, sometimes those simple little, little bitty things can be quite expensive to repair for the labor that's gotta be done in order to install it And get those parts in place. And a lot of times the engineers that design these cars don't really think about that one bulb. That's gonna burn out. And they they just yeah, what the hey, it's not gonna burn out. Yeah, definitely.
1: Well they're doing
0: what their bosses tell them to do and that is to make the car saleable. They wanna sell the car. Mm -hmm. And then they're not thinking about five, ten years down the pike when they're trying to fix the car, which they really should. And uh, I I think that's a that's a valid criticism. I think I see a dog out there.
3: I do. Yeah.
1: Well, Rampit is in the house. Doggy time.
3: I believe we
1: may be. And uh, it is time for us to introduce Rampit. And
0: uh, okay, for you folks that uh, haven't listened before, we've taken on a new uh, tact on Earl on cars. It's kind of like Earl on dogs. And we have a, I'm looking at a dog out in the lobby there that will be making his grand entrance here very shortly. And uh, we represent Big Dog Ranch Rescue, probably the largest no-kill shelter anywhere uh, for doggies. And here he is. We have the dog on the premises. Nancy, what is that dog's name again?
1: The dog's name is Rampit, and I want to let everyone.
0: spell that. Rampit
1: r-a-m-b-i-t he's a mixed breed and he was a stray uh, from good oh. morning good Morning. Uh, he was a stray from uh, Miami he's only three years old and uh, I want to point out to everyone before we get started remember you can uh, go to uh, <laughs> you can go to either uh, amazon or <laughs> earlsbook.com and you can purchase this confessions uh. of a recovering car dealer and all proceeds go to big dog Ranch
2: okay he's a liquor all right so this is our (laughs) (laughs) welcome to the um earl sponsored dog of the week um if you're watching or streaming um on online right now you're seeing a looks what looks like a small small tiger uh, kissing (laughs) our volunteer peggy from big dog ranch rescue and this week our uh, as nancy said our sponsored dog is rambit and um Peggy's Ooh. gonna tell you all all about <laughs> Rambit, and and uh, we'll get to see some pictures and play with them. And I can tell you one thing: I got so many kisses out there in the lobby. He just jumped up on me and hugged me, and my face was was bathed. <laughs> so, uh, go ahead, Peggy. Uh, tell us the uh, vital stats. Yeah, go ahead. Uh,
1: good morning. Good
9: morning. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Um, yeah, this is Rambit. He was found astray roaming the streets with a muzzle around his nose and mouth. Oh, Lord. That is why he's got that. He's got that scar from oh. the muzzle. Yes, yeah, it's oh. from a muzzle, I oh. just left him like that. That's true. But he, as you can see, he's a little sweetheart, loves to give kisses. He has... <laughs> Gives them out all day long.
1: Endless kisses. <laughs>
9: yeah, yeah. He is three years old, and uh, he's very, very good on the leash. Loves to go for walks and just sit and cuddle with you all day if he could. Yeah, yeah. He and really he he be-
1: prefers uh, an adult. He's he wants all the attention. Oh, he wants
9: all the attention. Yeah, yeah he craves the attention. So, but,
2: uh, Rick is getting in there with the camera, but there is something so cool about this dog. Um, he, has a, has, he has stripes. He does. And he does. I'm not kidding. I, I mean, maybe that's technically a, a brindle, but this dog has tiger stripes.
9: Uh, <laughs> he, I'm not kidding. He does have tiger stripes. He hmm. is a hound-plot
2: mix. Hound-pup mix. So what kind? I mean, a plot a,
9: is a type of hound. Oh, okay. Yeah, the plot has the oh, big p- ears. Oh, a plot hound. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, he's he's so affectionate. He this is. is crazy how affectionate he is. How he
9: affectionate is. he is, especially after the way he was treated. Yeah, that was yeah.
2: heartbreaking. I didn't know. I noticed there's the scarring um around his muzzle mm-hmm. and um we found you know that's cuz he was muzzled and in an abusive situation and neglect situation at some point. A lot of the dogs alive. at Big
0: Dog Ranch are found like this, a dog instead of trying to find a home for dogs unfortunately some people just let them go or they'll even actually take them out into the woody areas and let them go or just leave them along the side of the road it's unbelievable the way some of these poor animals have been treated and that's the reason we have so many dogs like Rambit what's really
2: amazing is after that and they are as lovable and as affectionate as they are and they don't turn uh, get bitter or or hateful some dogs do um, but you know but this this Well, like some of the rim-
0: shelters are make it too easy to adopt. Big Dog Ranch, it's easy to adopt, but they're careful and right. they choose good homes. They right. will not take a dog and, and right. have him go to a home if they, they'll put him back on the street well, again. They ch- yeah, they check you
2: out. There's there's references. Um, you can't just go in there, and and and. and uh, Take a dog and be responsible for it. They want to make sure that the dogs that go home, um, the adoptees, um, that it's gonna—it's a forever home. So that's why—that's why we call it the forever home. Um, so I think Rick has got this on camera. I'm, what I'm looking at here is a dog, when he is on his hind legs, is is about as tall as Nancy Stewart. So Nancy, what, Nancy, that tiger dog right there looked really good on you when he when jumped up.
12: He's in such great shape.
2: Yeah. Um, I really apologize to her, just uh, the listeners. If you're driving in your car you're like what the hell's going on here. So uh, we have a beautiful hound mix, a uh, plot hound mix, a striped dog 3 years old named Rambit it and looks like he is he's dancing
0: is, with Peggy right he's now. He's
2: dancing um, with our volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but he's trying to do he's burning it. I'm sorry. Um, and trying to... Uh, Jonathan texted me, Peggy, it's Jonathan's fault. <laughs> okay, <so laughs> but he's dancing with Bernadette, and, um, and giving he's trying to give kisses right there. And that tail is wagging back and forth. <laughs> and Rampant wants to
1: be... Um, he wants to have full attention uh, if you do choose to adopt him. And uh, he doesn't prefer uh, children or cats or other dogs. So, uh, you know, considering that he was a stray... Uh, you know, it's no surprise. He just needs all the attention and all the love, and I don't blame him. That's right,
2: right? I, No, absolutely. And um, so, uh, as our sponsored dog of the week, um, we cover the adoption fees. So, if you adopt um, um, Rambit um, through us, just go uh, go go to bdrr.org, bdrr.org. And that's Big Dog Ranch Rescue's website. Because you can see all the dogs up there, but you can inquire. All the contact information is there. Or you can contact us. You can uh, uh, call the show, um, email or number, text us. All the ways to get through to us. And um, if you like this dog, uh, let us know, and we're, we're going to make it happen. And. Um, we're streaming this thing and for the next few days you'll be able to watch the replay of the show on youtube and on facebook etc so uh, if you didn't catch the show today and you're, and you're when you're watching this and it's monday hi it's monday um send this video to somebody who's um who's who who needs a dog um you know somebody is Everybody, somebody's been talking about it for a long and I, time and they're not me, coming around. around i, I think
1: uh, peggy has something to add to that i like mm-hmm. peggy
2: uh um, bernadette
1: <laughs> <laughs>
9: it doesn't matter. Uh, he does share a room with another dog, and they get along fine, and he's very good on the leash for walks. Okay, that's so good just, enough. Just he, that's important, yeah. It, is, it. Important. Yeah. Yeah, is important, yeah, he is, he is.
2: Especially yeah. as a three-year-old dog, so he's past the um, the crazy puppy fa- uh, phase, but he's yeah. got all the good puppy um, left in him. Yeah. And um, so he's probably not peeing all over the place. Oh,
9: he's house trained. He is. Yeah. So he's, he's he's probably he's
2: not chewing things up. This is a mature dog. He's he's made it through adolescence and he's ready to go home. <laughs> Matter of fact, it's probably one of the best you know, age to buy a dog is a couple of years old because you have many years ahead with ahead of him, but you didn't have to go through the um, the trials and tribulations of a puppy in your house. Um, <laughs> that wakes you up there in the morning It's like having a baby
0: I have never seen a dog yeah, That this curious is,
2: Yeah um, he, our, He's got to see everything This is a very smart This is an intelligent dog He's back right now For you those listening He's on our, uh, our Control table With Jonathan he, He's climbing he up there the He's checking all the equipment out Now he's back over the Bernadette uh, and he's just looking for. He's like, who's gonna, who's gonna pet me next? <laughs> well, Bernadette, thank you so much. Oh, and I'm sorry for, for calling us. you Peggy. <laughs> um, okay. I, uh, you know, you, I'm Peggy. getting old, and uh, and I'm I'm focusing on the dogs' names because yeah. sometimes, you know, we have some funny dog names. But thanks for coming in, Bernadette. And we're gonna have another uh, dog next week, um, on the show. Um, and uh, bye, hopefully, bye. hopefully bye. good luck, boy. Hopefully, bye. Rambit his, uh, has has found a forever home by then. Bye, Rambit. I love this dog. All right, back to you, recovering car Dealer.
0: Yeah, and uh, Wheelie. We just found out that Wheelie, who was do- the dog before, hasn't been adopted yet. So. Oh, really? Yeah, Wheelie hasn't. Wheelie's with the stiff legs. Stiff legs. Yeah, I think that's a problem. He he can Wheelie. If you saw the show. His his rear legs are stiff, but he can walk fine. Yeah, it's just when he sits, he looks funny because he can't bend the legs and they kind of go out to the side. But he's very healthy. Uh, he can walk. He can run.
2: Yeah, and... that was I think that was a show, and I missed because I had my teeth pulled out. Yeah, but I saw the video, and that dog was really sweet. So hey, yeah. that's still out there. And and by the way, the offer still goes for that. If, you know, until they're adopted, we're we're basically. We're putting our our our, uh, fingerprint, uh, thumbprint on that dog, and so adopt, Wheelie. It's not going to cost you anything up up front. (laughs) Later on, you know, you got to take care of the dog. We
0: also uh, we also ask you to consider fostering dogs, not to be confused with adopting. But if you can't adopt a dog, but you could hold a dog, take care of him for two or three weeks, that would be great. It would relieve the crowding issue we have at Big Dog Ranch Rescue because we have hundreds of dogs out there and more coming in. We don't turn down dogs. We bring all the dogs in, even the difficult to adopt dogs because if it takes a year or two years or three years, we keep on trying until we find homes for dogs. We do not euthanize any dogs. So that's the reason we need your help. Relieve the crowding situation. Consider fostering a dog for two or three weeks.
1: And just a reminder uh, if you want to adopt uh, the dog of the week, uh, you can simply go to Uh, www.bigdogranchrescue.org. That's B D R R.
2: Mm -hmm. I think maybe some of the problem is it's so nice out there, and uh, people don't feel bad for the dogs. If you ever visit out there, it's a dog paradise.
0: Well, if I was a dog, to be honest with you, I would love it out there. It's like a resort. I prefer lake, it there uh, to an apartment. They got a maternity, the hospital, they got doctors, they got uh, everything a you salon. want. Salon. Yeah, salon. <laughs>
2: well, they, they, they do groom dogs out there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but here's here's the way to look at it. It's not that the dogs don't want to leave there. They're just they're getting them ready for you. You know, you're you're not taking them out of some dirty little cage in some concrete building. Oh. They're uh, they're they're relaxed. They're ready to go into a home. They're cleaned up. Come on, adopt a dog. All right. No, yeah, <laughs> it's great,
1: that, that's great, Stu. Yeah. That's great to point all that out. I, I like that salon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and it is. It's it, it's just amazing out there. You know, It's uh. what can we say? You need to go out and take a look around, and you will definitely be impressed.
2: Well, for real, I mean, we've we've t- I've taken my, my kids are out there. We're younger. It's a great day, uh, place just to, to spend the day. Take a look at the kids. They got puppies out there.
1: Yeah, and like, it's a, it's quite an education. It is uh, for sure. Okay, uh, we are going to move along here. Uh, let me mention before we get to the Mis- mystery shopping report, Earl's latest column and blog, and that's a problem with a car dealer. Who are you going to call? And uh, you can just read that at Earl and Cars great great column. In in a nutshell, the
0: the essence of the column is get the cell phone number of the people in responsibility at the dealership before you sign on the dotted line. You have to know who the people are that can make decisions and you had to insist to get their cell number before you buy the car, after you buy the car, they're not going to tell you their sale number. Before you buy the car, they're going to be nice to you. So just remember that much or read the blog and get the whole mm. shtick.
1: Or get their home number. That was one of my pet peeves when I'd answer the phone when we used to have a landline. I just loved asking these guys uh, if I could have their home telephone number. It certainly ended the call quite quick. (laughs) They hung up on us. We have our mystery shopping report, and uh, it is a mystery shop of uh, Schumacher.
0: Well, we're not sure whether it's Schumacher Chevrolet or we think it's Schumacher Buick because they looked at a
2: new Buick while they were there. That's probably true. <laughs> that okay. one got by me.
1: So we're going to go to the mystery she shop. Was little, Schumacher was a little sleepy when he
2: wrote no, the No, no, it wasn't. It was, uh, I just, you know, I type what I'm given. So. Agent Lightning, maybe.
0: I...
1: <laughs> he types what he's given. Okay. okay.
2: <laughs> mystery shop of Schumacher Buick. It, it, in my defense, sorry, they're all like in the same spot. It's like all, all right there. A, they all look alike.
0: I arrived in the, the evening page. and walked uh, around inside for about eight minutes before finally someone... To assist me, I made a note when I read the report, is it's the seller's market, boys and and girls. When you go in to buy a car today, uh, they're not going to be hanging out in front in a, I used to call them a wolf pack, waiting for you to come in and spring on you, because these car car dealers and the car salespeople, they're selling all the cars they can, and they're making a lot of money. The salespeople are making record commissions. Car dealers are making record profits. So it's going to be interesting. The only good news about that, you're going to pay a a lot of money for the car because they're going to charge you all they can get. But the good news is you're not going to be rushed and smothered and pressured as much as you normally would be. So in this case here, Agent Lightning had to wait eight minutes before finally someone inside the dealership would talk to her. After asking if anyone was available to help me purchase a car that evening, uh, two individuals approached me with a smile. One of them asked, what are you looking for today? I explained, well, uh, I had a Highlander on order for over a year, and I was hoping to find something similar, but sooner. Specifically, I'm interested in a hybrid model. Now this is a... A good scenario, and Agent Lightning chose that wisely, because this is true. this is what 's happening. You hear people call this show. People are waiting months and even over a year to buy a car, so this people get tired of waiting, and they you know the the power of that new car seizes them, and they say i can 't wait any longer, I have to have one, and they wander in and this is where you have to be careful when you wander in and that's where Agent Lightning then wandered in to Schumacher Buick. Alonzo, one of the individuals responded, unfortunately we don't currently have any hybrid vehicles in stock. We have only gas or electric options. Also, none of our brands offer hybrids at the moment. I didn't know that, that uh, Buick or Chevrolet.
2: I didn't know that either. I didn't know that.
0: Maybe Maybe Alonso is wrong about that, but nevertheless, that's what he said. <laughs> Although, we do have a stunning H2 Hummer. I never thought of Hummers as being stunning.
2: Uh, the size is mean, stunning. Only if they hit you.
0: <laughs> they're huge, <laughs> and they're powerful, but I've never called them stunning. H2 Hummer in the showroom is not available for immediate sale, can only be ordered. Expressing my desire to explore the available options to take home that day, I suggested to Alonzo Then we step outside and he could show me the various brands of seven passenger SUVs. I followed him and ultimately decided on the Buick Enclave. That's when I knew it was a Buick (laughs) (laughs) dealership In a sage metallic color. However, I noticed the car did not have a window sticker. Uh Uh-oh. When I pointed this out, Alonzo seemed unsure why it was missing, but assured me that we could go back inside where we would print a new one for me uh, along with the price. It's amazing how casual dealers are, and I'll I'll have to include us. I mean, the the Maroney label is not recognized with the importance that it should be, and uh, oftentimes it just uh, you know they, they take it off when they detail the car and they forget to put it back on, or they shove it in the glove compartment, or it's on the floor. You have to look for it. It's an important document, and, and it's. It's a law that it be displayed when the car is delivered. And I would say in virtually most cases, that law is not observed. Back at his desk, Alonzo collected my information, printed a window sheet. The MSRP was $53,640. He got up and said that he would return shortly with a price sheet. After waiting about five minutes, sales manager approached me and introduced himself. Unfortunately, I didn't get your state. He suggested, before we discuss the price, I think it's important for you to take the vehicle for a test drive. We had a caller very early in the show today talking about the importance of the test drive. And here we actually have the sales manager suggesting to sell the test drive because it's very important to sell the car. You want the customer to smell it, love it, uh, have to have it. Buying cars is a very emotional thing, and the test drive is a key in selling. It's also one of the rare things that both sides should believe in. You as a buyer should not buy a car if you can possibly test drive it. And as I discussed earlier in the show, it's easier said than done now with the car shortage. But if you can, rent a car or find a car somewhere, the the car you're going to be buying and drive it. It's very, very important before you make a decision. Uh, Alonzo came back with the keys led me outside and instructed me to wait while he brought the car around. As he parked it and I approached the driver's door, he informed me this particular Enclave is a demo model and has 5,400 miles on it. This was the first time I became aware that it was a demo. Now, most of you already know this, but demos aren't necessarily really demos. Demos are cars that have mileage on it and demo is a shorthand inspection, uh, you know, expression uh, Sometimes they are demonstrated by that very seriously If this Buick Enclave. it literally been demonstrated up to 5,400 miles. It was probably a salesman's driver, a manager's driver. Uh, it it might've been a service loaner. Uh, for whatever happened, uh, it, it, it had miles on it. Alonzo assured me that it still had a three year, 36,000 mile warranty, which is true they will extend on cars that have the manufacturer's significant origin and have not been titled, uh, the manufacturers will extend the warranty to allow for the mileage that's on the car you saw. Uh, went for a brief test drive around North Lake Boulevard. That's North Palm Beach area in uh, Florida. But returning to the dealership, we found <laughs> The showroom doors were locked, oh my God, <laughs> since they closed at seven o'clock. Now, that tells you a little bit about how lucrative the car business is. Uh, uh, you know, not only is not a pack trying to hound you and tackle you and put you into a car, but they lock you out of the dealership when you're out on their test drive. That's sure sign that they're not real anxious to sell cars because they sell all they want at a very, very high price. A sales manager promptly came over, unlocked the doors, guided us back to Alonzo's desk. Alonzo excused himself briefly to retrieve a printout for me. When he returned, he handed me the sales worksheet and went over the numbers with me. The market value selling price, in quotes, was 48,000, which amounted to a discount of $5,640. They added a $39 private tag agency fee $379 uh, $379 in taxable fees, which are uh, not legitimate, uh, and a $995 service, we call it junk fee, dealer fee, whatever you want to call it. Out the door, I was at $52,431. So, while examining the price, I noticed that the worksheet indicated the Enclave had only 2,000 miles. <laughs> This contradicted the odometer. I think it was 5,400 miles. Ah, carelessness. At that moment, um, I guess Johan, the used car sales manager, approached us and explained that they had heavily discounted the vehicle due to the 2,000 miles. I pointed out, actually, it has 5,400 miles on it. Would it be possible to negotiate the price further? You know what happens to these cars if you just like a little insider? Thing, anything with gas on it and a car do- in it in a car dealership is pr- <laughs> is prone to be driven. Salespeople take them home, anybody takes them home. People are looking for cars with gas in them and they drive them and miles get put on them. They call it a demo, but that makes it sound good. Or maybe an executive car that even sounds better. But it's a car that's been laying around for a while and probably everybody's been driving the car. Um, Johan asked me to suggest a specific price to which I replied, a few thousand more. (laughs) Uh, He responded that they might be able to lower it by a few hundred more, but that would be the extent of the adjustment. I thanked him for his honesty and stated that I would need some time to consider it before getting back to him. He handed me the worksheet and asked if I had any additional questions. I said no and I took my leave. So, Basically, there you have it. I'm looking at a copy of the standard worksheet and uh they do have the the non-taxable fees the uh uh, private tag agency fee all these are junk fees Uh, they just have different names for all of them and uh the out the door price was fifty-two thousand four hundred thirty-one dollars and ninety four cents
2: that's a pretty big discount i was looking for uh gm discounts on on the enclave the only thing i saw was a 750 and fifty dollar discount is that right that's all um but i'm also uh, i'll tell you one thing it's difficult to find information about uh, gms (laughs) it's not as i'm telling you first of all i was trying to find out if there were any gm hybrids and if you google it you'll see all sorts of results like yeah malibu hybrids so then you go to uh uh chevrolet's actual website gm's website and there are no hybrids listed and I could be wrong, but well, I can say I couldn't find any hybrids for GM, wow. which is weird. And I was also having a hard time finding my rebates. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. They have the Bolt, the Chevy Bolt, which is kind of a hybrid, but it's a plug-in sort of hybrid, yeah. weird semi-electric vehicle. And, um, and I think there's, um, I saw some stuff about future electric trucks, but um, I didn't see much about uh, um, anything else. Well, if Um, anybody
0: out there owns a GM hybrid, let us know. Text us and let us know. I I thought GM had some hybrids. I thought everybody had hybrids. Yeah, I thought everybody
2: did, yeah. Maybe that's why they're not the number one manufacturer in the world.
0: Well, we got a vote, so hopefully we have some voters out there. We'll go around and uh, we get the most votes on YouTube. I know we'll get a bunch there. You can text us the votes at 772-497-6530, 772 497-6530. Four nine seven six five three zero. These votes are important because we have to choose the list. The do by uh, the recommended list and the not recommended list. And we have this online at rollingcars.com. So when you want to go shopping for a car, you can check if you live in the area of some of our mystery shopping reports. You can find out people that are on one list or the other. You can also look at the people on the one list, recommended, find out if they have an A, B, C, or a D. If, if, if it's an F, we put them on the do not buy list. Positively, do not buy a vehicle from somebody on the do not buy list. We give them an F and they are really bad. And we okay.
2: don't have a whole lot of Fs. Yeah. We have some, but we don't have a ton. Yeah. Um, well, Jonathan Wellington, Says uh, this dealership gets an F. The lack of a Monroni sticker is enough to add them to my do not buy from list. Removing that sticker to me is a clear sign of profit manipulation. Um, that's true. Even if it's a demo, they got to put that sticker back on there. Um, Mark says sounds like an average sale to me. Average sales experience, a C plus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm closer to Mark's um, assessment of this. Um, you know, mistakes were made. It wasn't perfect. But the, but agent lightning went in there and got a uh, almost five thousand dollar discount off of uh, well, take yeah the fees a four thousand dollar discount off of MSRP, yeah on a brand new car, with a little bit of miles it, it's it sounds like a it sound like a pretty good deal to me. Uh, Rick, okay. Oh, I'm sorry my grade. Uh, I'm gonna give him a B yep. plus, not B plus sorry Great. Uh, B. B.
3: We've got Negan one says a big D. Ooh. Coming in hard today. Uh, Tom Steckel. (laughs) The C minus taxable fees are bogus. They also omitted the legitimate
2: title and tag fees on the worksheet. Hmm, That's a good note. I sense there's there's distance between us and our audience. Uh, Johnny
3: Z. (laughs) Fradley. C. Fair price. Some dealer fees, but at least no add-ons. Tim Gilliland. C. Brian said, "Latko, it's a C for me, and for myself, uh, I'm actually going to go a little lighter. I'm I'm going to say a B because I, I I don't see anything anybody playing games here. They immediately put a discount for the mileage on it. They even offered a few hundred more discounted because of the discrepancy on the mileage, and I think it seemed like a pretty reasonable deal on that particular car."
2: Um, that's what I expect to see um, like on a car with that many miles on it on a, on a new demo it that seemed like a reasonable even I mean, even in normal times it seemed like you know what you would uh you see um, yeah for a car with miles on it they want to move it um they'll get a regret for the sale and um they'll make a little make some money and hold back and and hopefully make some money and finance that's their thinking so yeah
0: yeah
1: well <clears throat> I say there was uh, a few inaccuracies and, um, you know, the dealer fee was pretty high. No Maroni sticker? Come on. And what about 5,400 miles versus 2,000? So for that, I give them a C-minus.
2: Right,
1: uh,
0: I'm gonna go with a C. I, I Schumacher, uh, is most of his stores are are pretty decent. Most of his stores are recommended. I don't think Schumacher, he's got probably got what a dozen stores in this area, something like that, yeah. And uh, I think they're all on the recommended list. So, uh, we know the dealer personally, he, he's a good guy, and uh, he's got too many stores, so he can't stay on top of them all, but that's. It's true for all dealers that have multiple stores, but uh, it's, a, it's a legitimate place. They've got a lot of franchises. His father uh, was the original Buick dealer in the area, and, uh, and uh, this is second generation, and he's really expanded considerably.
2: So I'll, I'll go with a C. There we go. Yeah, they always do pretty well. I don't think we've ever uh, flunked them. All right, so uh, it's okay. official. That's a C.
1: Good dealer, bad dealer list. Check it out. Uh, Jonathan, how much time do we have left? Okay, Earl, take it away.
0: <laughs> well, the, the, the only thing I have to add is um, is the fact that our Tesla uh, has got another software update, and just re- really quickly, I was gonna uh, Elon Musk. I guess because of the heat he's got on his autonomous full self driving, he's got he's done a disclosure now. This came up on the last software update. Full self driving is not in early lim- is is in early limited access beta and must be used with additional caution. It may do the wrong thing at the worst time. I love that phrase. Now he tells me. He, writes, may he wrote do, that
2: personally. He does a lot of things personally <laughs> yeah, at, this com- right. at this company. It I may do the
0: wrong thing at the worst time, so you must always keep your hands on the wheel and pay attention to the road. Do not become complacent. When self-driving is enabled, your vehicle will make lane changes off highway, select forks to follow your navigation route, navigate around other vehicles and objects, and make left and right turns. And I, I go back to it may do the wrong thing at the w- at the worst time, so. I, I don't think he's going to be running that in full-page ads, but that is in the software.
2: I, I will tell you disclosure. one thing, though. That's my kind of disclosure. And it
0: wasn't in the earlier software
2: disclosures. Right.
0: It's only come I mean, out that's recently. To,
2: you'd remember that. Yes. And I'm saying that's that's a good disclosure. It's a plain language disclosure. It doesn't mm-hmm. list em- death, injury, disfiguration, emotional trauma, blah, blah, blah. It's just like listen, yeah. it's the worst thing can happen at the wrong time. So. Yeah. You know, pay attention.
0: <laughs> Nancy and I were making a left-hand turn going to Stewart, Florida, and a uh, car was behind us. It stopped the car suddenly with the car gaining on us rapidly. That was doing the wrong thing at the wrong time.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. I warned you about that, though. <laughs> uh,
1: next time I'll call you when we get on I, the
2: I'm, road. I did. I, I remember warning you. So I said, you can it's, remind us twice. It's a little, I said, it's a little hanky. Be careful with the autopilot. <laughs> well, it just, you kind of have to bear in mind, though,
3: this is an emerging technology in its infancy. Yeah, yep. And if some yeah, people got to die,
2: some people got to die. It's going <laughs> to take some
1: time. Be aware, was, be focused.
2: Yeah,
3: You have to be aware. You have to pay attention. You can't just totally trust it immediately. It's a baby. It's, you've got to give it a chance to grow.
1: I'm going to jump on now. Speaking of babies, I can't close the show without wishing Jackson. It's his birthday today. Birthday, and Jackson. he is three years old that is our great grandson. happy birthday jackson hey. happy happy birthday jackson happy
2: birthday
1: and he listens to the show from time to time and he carries around earl's book okay it, it's amazing <laughs> it's just amazing
2: he says pop
0: pop he calls me pop pop
1: yeah he uh, oh. he, he he doesn't know my name oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying okay folks um you are a big part of the show we definitely enjoy your company tuning in every Saturday morning. We thank you. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll be right back here next Saturday, same time, 8 a.m. Have a great weekend.